Welcome to Made to Create. Today we're joined by Eden McGovern. She has over 125,000 followers on TikTok, building her brand as a comedian. She's now transferring her skills to live on stage and has just started a podcast with her friend. She's crushing it. We had a great time with her. Now over to Eden. All right, welcome yeah. Eden to Made to Create. Thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, um, I'm going to pronounce your name Eden McGovern. That's right. All right, shit, yeah. Thank you for coming down. Appreciate it. It was kind of late notice, even though we've been flirting with you for a little while. Mm-hmm. Um, so thank you for coming down. Appreciate it. Um, so Made to Create, basically, we're going to go through your journey as a content creator and try and pull out as many lessons as we can along the way and kind of unpack, you know, every, every stage. Uh, could you tell us when or why you first got into creating content and what platform it was on? I think it's the run-of-the-mill age-old tale of isolation. Mm. Yeah, yeah, same as us too. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's like, I mean, we're all inside, left with our thoughts for the first time ever. I was definitely someone who, like, I, I'd never stopped doing anything. Like, when uh, lockdown happened, I was literally living between about four different houses, like, mostly just out of my – I had all my stuff in my car all the time with me. I'm quite nomadic like that. Um, and – you know, the government's like, go home. And I was like, I beg your pardon. And so I I didn't, I genuinely did not know where to go. And my stepdad has this house down in Jindabyne, like near the snowy mountains. And I was like, I think I have to go. So I got in the car and I drove for seven hours to the middle of nowhere. Did you get like stopped or anything or? No. Okay. Because it's like, technically it's like, yeah, one of our Oh, so it's still still within New South Wales as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, you, can go around the ACT. You don't have to go through sure. it. Sure. Yeah. I did. Loopholes. Yeah. I was basically just like, I don't know where I'm going to stay. And so I went down to the middle of nowhere and I was like, okay, I think the world is ending. Um, it's this lake resort. There's no one around. Uh, it was like, because no one's at their holiday houses. So it's like me and two maintenance staff. And I was like, I've got, I'm going to go insane. I've never been alone. I never stopped working, never stopped, you know, moving around in my life. And now I'm, and now I'm on this lake and it's me and a bunch of kangaroos and I'm going to have to learn to hunt and eat them or something. I don't, because we didn't know if the world was going to end. And then I lasted about four weeks and then I called my best friend. I was like, you need to get down here. And she moved in. Oh shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For the next two months or a month and a half. And slowly we sort of went like opposite ends of insane she was like you know cooking all these like vegetables and doing all this uni work and like going crazy like this and I was like I spilled guacamole on the door and I left it there for about four weeks like that's where I was at I was just Mm -hmm. like I don't know what's going on whatever and in the brink of that you know TikTok starts just exploding out of nowhere the big bang and I was like, I've never heard of it referred to that. The big van. That's what it was. It yeah, was like, was, was it saying. didn't exist. And we didn't care that it didn't exist. And then all of a sudden it was like, what were we doing? Yeah. I was, I was handing you to Dale with like the guacamole thing. My brother just moved out and he had like this explosion on the wall. He's moved out. It was pomegranate that had sat inside a glass and it just fermented over time. It exploded oh. all over. His- <laughs> it was so grim. So feral. It was feral. I but- love a feral. No, 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 experiment. no, no, no. This is like next level. <laughs> He got out though and he's, he's doing much better, but it was just like, you know, two years of, he was playing like 200 bucks a week in the heart of Newtown, which gives yeah. you a reference of yeah. the level of quality his apartment was, yeah. but you know, you made it work. So you're going crazy with your best friend in essentially an abandoned village. Basically. Yeah. Like and the top of Mount Kosciuszko. And is this like Tiger King time? Yeah. Around, yeah. Or just after. 
Yeah, yeah. Oh, just before, I can't remember. Is it pre-Tiger King or post-Tiger yeah, yeah, King? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think it might have been just post. Okay. Yeah. I think. Yeah. It was insane. We we all went absolutely ballistic. And yeah, I was just like, whatever, I'm just going to start posting every thought I have because I, I don't know what else to do. And for a while it was like, yeah, a few stories that I was telling were sort of getting a lot of uh, attention to them and stuff. And I was like, oh, this is cool. It's kind of, I guess, because I wasn't doing stand-up gigs anymore. And it was sort of at the en- tail end of my first year of stand-up. And I'd had some like pretty cool momentum happen and then it just stopped. Yeah. Mm. Just like I had like a really, really good year. And then it was just like, no, no, you don't. And I couldn't, yeah, do any gigs anymore, tr- like ride anything. But I was like, who do I bounce this off of? And I realized like TikTok's just an open mic. Yeah, and TikTok is like comedy is like the best for TikTok. Yeah, yeah. Like if you look at the biggest creators, most of them are like doing comedy skits or something like Uninspired, Unemployed, yeah. Millie, so, Will. They're all mm-hmm. like comedy, so it's like just a perfect platform for what you're doing. So yeah. you were a creator first, and then a content creator. Like we 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 talk a lot about this. Yeah, it's we like, do. If you're if you have something to promote, which is essentially your comedy, mm-hmm. and then you go on and and you, you use content as a way of getting attention for that. Yeah, that's that feels so much more sustainable than if you start creating content and then you try and turn it into a job. For sure. Well, like so, if, it's like a mu- the music thing, right? You see people who blow up on TikTok or something and then they go, oh, by the way, I'm going to start doing music. Yeah. And it very, very rarely lasts. But mm. you've got a musician who goes on TikTok and uses that because they've been building in the early stages. It's yeah. the same comedy. So you kind of like, because we always say, I always say TikTok is a vehicle. It has to be a vehicle. Yeah. It can't be, the it's end, not, right. otherwise TikTok constantly humbles you. You get shit views for like a month. Um, and it's just Absolutely. like this whole roller coaster of emotions versus YouTube, which can be a lot more consistent, or even Instagram, TikTok, which is why a lot of the TikTok creators we meet are actually really down to earth. Because I think you can't get too arrogant and t- on TikTok. You can't believe it too much. You can't, like, yeah. yeah, exactly get too far into it because you go, like, it's not anything real. Because one day you, you will post something, you go to bed, you don't even look at it twice, and you wake up, and it's like you're looking at millions of people. Well, on that note, this. Let's, let's have a look at the first video you uploaded. Yeah, yeah, so we've done some research. Yeah. And by the way, I haven't watched these. I haven't watched these. So, so Byron, is, Byron's got them prepped. Okay, thanks so to, thanks to Elle and um, Layla. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we've got it here. To set the scene, you're in a car. The video has 11 likes and one comment. All right, let's have a look. And I oh, like, my God. Oh. That's the camera. I like that you haven't taken it down as well. Oh, I wouldn't take this down for the world. All right. <laughs> Why don't you say so? Why don't you say, didn't even notice the punches that you roll with? You've got to keep it focused. <laughs> I'm re-uploading that when I get home. Today. Is that you screaming the lyrics of Doja Cat? No, it's Molly. Moldogger. Yeah. You know her? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who was going to come and join us, but. Yeah. She's a very us. busy woman. Well, she's very successful and busy now. So Molly and I met on our first stand-up gig ever, end of 2018. Right. We are both doing like a newcomer's, like, female comic night and we just met and then hit it off from there we've been best friends ever since we've done like a bunch of yeah projects together we perform like live skits and she was big on vine and uh okay so she once tiktok came back she was like i'm coming back in the ring so she knew she got it she knew and she was like i'm i'm back <laughs> it's so like michael buble at christmas <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what was this video was it just like you just figuring out the platform was it like any intention, just whacking something up, silly. I can't even remember. Yeah. I, we would have been, yeah, just like hanging out, probably rehearsing for like a stand-up show we'd been booked for. We didn't even market ourselves as a duo. I think we just said to our like one of our like favorite local rooms once, like, oh, we want to do a step-up parody, or we want to do some like 
skits together and now we just keep getting booked as a duo so it would have been after rehearsing for one of those and I don't know Molly's so she's so funny sometimes I just prop up a camera and wait and it's like 15 seconds in and I'm like yeah I don't need to be funny so you're around that was on the 8th of March 2020 so that was like literally the week first week of COVID that's awesome. That, that is, I think first week of COVID was like March 1, pretty much. And are you the type of person, so for me, it was easier to start a TikTok account, road test it and try it, trial and error before I told anybody about it. For sure. It, dude, TikTok, the best thing about it was it wasn't Instagram. Yeah. And it wasn't people that you know following you. Mm. I'm so much more confident. Like, I don't know. I'm sure you'd find this with performance. Sometimes it's easier to do a show to like a, a Bunch huge of crowd and you can't see anyone. Mm. Rather than like a, a close like knit room and of your family friend. and friends, yeah. yeah because yeah. then you're like, I can, you're looking, I can see you looking at me, and that's what Instagram is. is yeah. I can, I know you, and I can see exactly who's looking at me. And TikTok is like, I don't know, I don't, you're not, are you people real? It's just like outlines of people. Well, like that's audience. all because of the for you page. Because mm. on yeah. Instagram, I mean, I've kind of changed it up, but originally it was just only you only saw who you followed. Exactly. So with TikTok, you can reach people without needing to have anyone follow you, which is a beauty of it, but also the curse because you get heaps of followers and it ultimately means nothing. But it's like it evened out the playing field. Yeah, it really did. It was that For was everyone. It was saying. like, all right, base level, who's entertaining? And then it was, it was like, oh, what? It's everyone's shot. It's not people who have. You know, it's kind of unfair to all the people on YouTube who are like, oh, I've been working my ass off for 10 years. Hey, YouTubers are doing just fine. Yeah, yeah, I don't feel much sympathy for YouTubers. Yeah. <laughs> I've made zero dollars from TikTok. <laughs> okay, true. Um, so we got here your ninth video, which you got starting to get some momentum. This is like two weeks later, 21st of March, um, and it's got 2,200 views. Dun, 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 dun. All right, set the scene. Uh, set a scene. What are we looking Empty at? Empty house. No, yeah. we're at the Art Gallery of New South Wales. Ooh. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a shine. I'm a bitch. I'm a boss. I'm a bitch. This a video I had laying around. I think as soon as I started to get some views, some attention, you, you give me a little little crumb and I'll go running. I think I was like sat, like going through my phone being like, what can I post? What right. do I have? Oh, so you just had this lying around. And I was like, I'll make something out of something. Yeah. Which is actually the most sustainable content strategy is to just have videos that you've already created like like mm-hmm. a podcast or some sort of long-form content and then just clip it up and, and turn it into TikToks. I still do it in yeah. moments of desperation where I'm like, oh, I haven't posted, I don't have time. Like I just go through, I'm like, is that funny? And then because on TikTok, you can kind of get away with just having a funny part as the caption. Yeah. Or like the tr- or, yeah, whereas the footage le- matters less. If you've got some footage, you can just whack on like – a caption, which is funny. Exactly. Well, you've had some experience with the same video, different yeah, captions. Yeah. yeah, I've done that. And the views Oops. have been like either 50,000 or 5 million. I, I remember the first time I ever did it was when I, my first ever viral video, which you guys haven't even probably seen. It wasn't even on my main account. I had like a silly account before I started my main one in 2019, which it kicks, I'm kicking, kicking myself because I, I was on the app for like six months before I realized I could actually yeah. turn this into like a brand. And it was just literally me in the car with my dog. And he like turns and like looks at me. And it was like that sound. <laughs> it was like where it builds up and it drops. He goes, nee, 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 nee. You know that one? No. <laughs> no? Anyway. You but- would. You would know it if you heard it. And it got <laughs> yeah. And it got like a thousand views. I was like, you know what? This is good. I posted it again, flopped. Posted again, flopped. Then I posted it again. And it got like 1.8 million views. Wow. It didn't change anything. That's, it's the belief. And also <laughs> like- Just believe in the The video. algorithm is so complicated and nonsensical. It's kind of cool. It's kind of like you can't game it too much it's like a little bit of like i reckon if i do this and this and this and if i post enough times but sometimes it's it's up to the tiktok top yeah gods are you to a reposter gods. pardon are you a reposter i used to be um now i don't care because i think if i let myself do it nowadays 
I'll do it all the time. All Let's the time. Well, what's wrong with it? I like I'm asking because I've I constantly have been like have fought with the idea of like no all Well I was ripping into pace. I was like, dude, just repost your videos. No one's yeah. gonna notice. You know yeah. what it is? The one thing I get scared of though is so like I think for my followers at least, what makes something go viral is if it's like the short uh the like the ten minutes after it's posted, if people start engaging with it. And I'm like people that just liked it are gonna see it again and be like I didn't like it that much. I'm not going to like it twice. But, I'm nah. like, oh, is it going to go worse? I think you're reading into it too much. Okay. Like, I always get people like, is this a repost? I'm like, yeah. <laughs> what are you going to okay. do? What are you going to do? Who cares? But even six like, months later me. or a year later, just post it Bro, again. I've posted Boys vs. Girls six times. Yeah. I got 40 million views off one video. I just keep reposting it. Every like six months, I'm like, oh, I want some more followers. Boop. I, yeah, basically, I, I definitely did that also. Like, after a while, I'm just like, I'm just going to like react to my own old uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, that's, that's a good hack. Well, I mean, let's keep moving. This is your first viral video within a reason. Yeah. Um, so, you know, 80,000 views, 89,000 views. Okay. This is 14th of April. So now we're like a month. This is when I've gone to the wilderness. Yes. Right. Okay. So, so the scene, there's a kangaroo. <laughs> That's all I know. Here we go. Stop it. Oh, no. Don't, don't you. Oh, my God. I love nature. <laughs> Uh, did you want to describe the video, Dale? <laughs> uh, I didn't quite see it, but it looks like there was a kangaroo playing with his balls. And he gives a little kiss to Oh, no. Well, I mean, if only we could. Right? But like, it's always interesting because whenever we do this, you always- <laughs> He got a rib removed. <laughs> 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 it's always interesting because like, whenever you watch the first videos, they almost always, every creator, it has nothing to do with their current content. No. Like no one starts where they finish. If you look at anyone's footage, it's- very, very different to where they started. And this is a key message, I think, because when you've got early creators or people going, I want to be like whoever, they look at where they are now instead of looking at like these early videos, which is just dying Just, stuff. just trying It's a kangaroo stuff. jacking itself off. <laughs> yeah, I think it's about like try once, once, when you've got l nothing to lose, like try do whatever. Like, yeah, I reckon the first year of me posting, I didn't know what I was doing. I was doing every, like some were skits and some were, yeah, just like me telling a story or some like videos like that where it's just like you know almost like meme behavior um and it's like you don't know what you want to do and what you're good at and what people are going to gravitate towards mm. and do you like so the moment you first have a viral video i'm guessing that's the most views you've had on anything at that point yeah well, well i've got a proper first viral video here sure well. but like i remember for me it was like a it was exciting because like oh my god it's finally paying off like mm -hmm. all this work and stuff like that but was there because your next viral video comes the, the next day. And maybe, like, maybe for me, soon, it was yeah. like, I, all, all of a sudden I had like, like this expectation, this pressure now. Cause like yeah. I've had one good video mm -hmm. and everyone else I see who's popping off is like every hit, every video is a banger. So I'm like, well now I got it. Now there's actually pressure for me to perform. Did yeah. you have that at all? Absolutely. And I think I was floored the first time I saw like 700 people saw that one. Yeah. And I was like, but I was, but I'm going to Hollywood. <laughs> you don't get, uh, you don't know who I am. Uh, so yeah, it was the definitely. Ego. Yeah. And it still happens. It mm. doesn't matter how many followers you gain. The the algorithm gives you a big smack if you stop posting for like two days. I, like I took, I ended up taking a big break this year sort of accidentally and not like a, a break on purpose. Yeah, I just stopped posting very much at all. And when I started posting again, it was like, oh, you're back. And it just wouldn't send my videos to anyone at all and I was like oh it doesn't matter you've just got to stop like you've just got to post again just start posting all the time start like just 
don't even look at them sometimes mm, mm. because I think the more you look at them. Well, let's have a look at the next. So this is your first, like, I guess, proper viral video. I think we're on like And this is the day mm-hmm. after your, your first one. So, like, this is a bit of a purple patch. This is very indicative of where I was at the time. Oh, that's it. That's it. <laughs> it's like three cut, seconds. Go into the bathroom and cut your hair off. Yeah. That's where, that's where, that's where I was at. <laughs> I feel like this is starting to lean into your current content though, with that type of humor. Yeah. That sort of like self-indulgent kind of what's self-deprecating. The word? self-deprecating humor. Yeah. Yeah. I think like this was, yeah, the start of me being like, I went insane and started posting videos about it. And I think that was sort of, set up the tone for the next, like for the first year on TikTok, which was definitely like, I'm going through something and I may as well get something out of it. So I'm just going to press record on the camera all the time. Did you find that, and I can only speak from my experience, but like the videos and the way that, like the videos that performed well for me kind of pointed me in the direction that I ended up taking as yep. a musician. And then I guess more widely like a content creator. But did you find that like, oh my God, these videos hit, I'm going to lean into this. And then all of a sudden your kind of career maybe is built around the feedback you're getting mm. along Absolutely. the way. Absolutely. And you start figuring out like, you start cracking the code slowly and slowly to be like, hey, what worked there? What do people, and like comments, like people don't mean to give you uh, advice or feedback. They're just saying like, I think this is funny. But you start gathering little like tidbits of information about about people saying like oh the way you say this is so funny or like oh you're like you pull face like your facial expressions are so mm. like engaging blah, blah blah and you're like okay cool good well, to know imagine, put it in a little yeah. pocket like what's the value as a comedian of going to a stage of like ten thousand people and just trying jokes again and again and again and again and seeing which one every single day that's kind of like what tiktok is yeah it's exactly it's the like same. you can just put out content and if a joke if you put out the same joke three times and it gets nothing and you go all right well this isn't good enough to get to get picked up if you put out a joke and it's getting heaps of views and you go well maybe i'll add this into my routine and stuff mm-hmm. so it's like a great trial because it's like if you see a video that's not engaging at the beginning but it's got fifty thousand likes i'll stick around because i go well this must be good mm. absolutely people just want to yeah like almost have that insurance that like well someone else stuck around so and if you're on tiktok and you happen. like at that eye tracker if you look at it i'm pretty sure like you subconsciously you always flick and immediately look at the likes or like the comments i do at least Probably. i've noticed because you go oh is this worth my time yeah like if you see one with three likes which, may, which I want to give a shout out to all the, the people on TikTok who are the original likers. The original yeah, likers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Big shout out. Yeah. Uh, we've got your first one mil plus video. <gasps> I don't and know this what is, this is. I don't know what any of these are. This is so okay, cool. Okay, here we go. Ready? This is 18 seconds. Yeah. Okay. Do you remember this? <laughs> Do I so remember this? So I'm pretty progressive, but I've always wondered, is there going to be a point that we get to where I feel conservative? And I've realized it's when my daughter brings home a robot boyfriend. And I'm like, I like him. I, he, I think he's nice. He just... He has wires for veins and he's a robot. Sorry, sorry, sorry. AI citizen. And I'll get your dad's cop calling him beep boop, beep boop. <laughs> so this is like your first. The big one. This yeah. is your first <laughs> viral video, but also it's like more like you're talking. You're actually kind of like I'm doing creating stand-up. content. It's not just random footage in your. Like yeah. this is like you're, like really you're actually, what you're doing. You're a comedian in that video rather than exactly. someone who's making memes or like whatever yeah this is sort of where it like started going into like it might not have been as viral but the ones that were going like consistently semi-viral mm. were these so i was like okay that makes sense i guess that's what i've done on stage for the past well, this is, year this yeah. is half a million likes viral so that's huge that's great yeah. Yeah. yeah and like how did that make you feel like getting that was that just like validating that you were actually funny 
<laughs> it was really cool and I think it was a talking point. I've never said that on stage. Catch me at like some pub to two people this week and yeah. <laughs> say that. I'd be like, well, 50,000 million people like this. <laughs> um, it was like, I guess it's a topic that a lot of people had opinions over. This was the first time where it wasn't just uh, a few opinions of a few people. It was like debates, hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of people like going toe-to-toe in the comments like their life depended on it. And I was like, I don't know. I wrote something down in my notes app and then I said it. I haven't really – like, you know, sometimes you say something and you don't even have an opinion on it yet. I was like, I said it because I wrote a joke. Mm. Like, I formed the opinion around the, like, punchline of that joke. I don't know where I stand on that, really. What yeah. would, what because would people do? were like, what, you don't believe in robot rights? I was like, I, 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 when I think about That's it – That's a joke, though, surely. <laughs> No. No, it has to be. People are really angry and people were really angry at me. That was the first one where I got like, I, you know, there was a potential for people to be like, I'm going to cancel you. And I was like, well, I'm talking about robots. You need to get a grip. <laughs> because people- At least let the robots cancel me. I literally had people saying like, you are um, kind of trivializing the experience of minorities mm-hmm. meeting partners' parents and equating that to something that's not true and not something that humans, you know, people of minorities face like, like robots. I think this is inevitable on TikTok though. It's like, you can't really post anything and without getting, no. with, without anyone like disagreeing or having some wild take or opinion. It's just like tic- the TikTok comments of, is just, it's but they drive line. that engagement. They do. That's the only reason, that's the reason you got so That's many, it. so um, many views. Also, I was like, I'm never going to be that guy to be like, you can't say anything these days because you sort of still can. And like, you know, people are just going to be a little bit angry. But also I was like, Oh, I, it's it happens to me a lot where the I realize I'm not as far left on the <laughs> spectrum of how far it can go. Well, as the, you know, because there's people that will still be like, "This is really bigoted of you," and I'm like, "Firstly, I'm talking about robots." Unclench. Secondly, <laughs> when you think about it, maybe this is a joke making fun of conservative parents and like you know as a queer creator, like if you wanted to get like that about it, we can we can pack it apart like that and I'll end up more political than you on this. Shut up. Well, it's a circle. But also it's about robots. Yeah, yeah. it just, yeah. I mean, have you seen Andor? Uh, if this one, like one episode or two episodes? Oh, there's just a robot in there and they, they make it, you make, they make you like really feel for it. I'm like, what the fuck? It's a robot. I don't yeah. give a shit about you. Like, <laughs> you That's it, what Star Wars has always done. I know, like R2-D2. Yeah. They're like, oh, poor robot. It's like, it's a robot. No, it's a huge ethical issue. Like the comments of that video got me really thinking about it because, you know, there's a, there's a huge line between what's human and what's robot when they start, you know, replacing parts and like putting, you know, you, you, people have pacemakers. Soon they're going to have- No, that's cyborg though. Yeah, okay, well, when it comes to cyborg. <laughs> this, is, this is not where I thought this. So you do have an opinion I about it. I do have an opinion. So you do have an opinion about it. Um, all right, this is, by the way, I should point out that first viral video was November 4th. You started on March 8th. Okay. So let's do the math. March, April, April May, June, July, August, September. So like eight months yeah. before you got your first viral video, which again, for anyone listening, you, we compare ourselves to creators who have lots of followers and videos, but it takes a long time to get there. For and sure. also in March and April, you were posting like up to three or four times a day. <laughs> it was really crazy. Which is, but it just shows like, we know people who post six videos and like, ah, it's not for me. I can't do it. I and can't they give figure up. it out. And it's like, yeah. try doing that for every day for six months and then give up. Yeah. yeah, like absolutely. I was literally, I just held myself to like, if I start thinking like, oh, is that good enough to post? I'm not going to post anything. So I'm going to post everything I've yeah, ever yeah. thought. It's like, have you seen, you always see people like, 
um, who were like posting a draft or something yeah. and it goes viral and you're like, man, you almost didn't post that. Yeah. Mm. And it, I wonder how many drafts Sitting on a landmine, yeah. yeah. Gold yeah. mine, landmine. What, what was your motivator? Dead. <laughs> yeah, what was your motivator Because like, was it, I want to be a comedian, this is the best way for me to do that or? I don't know. I think I didn't really see the, the, the potential with TikTok. I, I knew what I wanted to do with like live performance and I sort of never really saw online posting as like, yeah, something I thought about getting into. And then when stuff started, you know, gaining success, I was like, oh, I'm just going to do this as well as what I was already doing. And surely the two, you know, I guess over the course of probably 2021 is where the two started to just intersect and then like mutually benefit each other. Mm. It was cool to be able to have people at my shows being like, I, I know you from TikTok. And then mm. I came along and saw this. I was like, you left your house? You scrolled and then you left your house. That is so sick. That is way more impressive to me than, um, you know, like the other way around, which is someone like following me on TikTok because they saw me at a live show. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, we've got your, the next day, I believe. Wait, sorry. This is like a week later, actually. Okay. This is another viral video and it's like, how many did this one get? 2.5 million views. Okay. Do you remember this one? <laughs> I do. Okay. Well, let's have a look. It's eight seconds long. So my mum got me this. It's a cool bag. I believe in it. Who was going to tell me I've been walking around in the street like this? <laughs> Just like, what do you mean? <laughs> That's a good one. <laughs> this is another one where it's like, it's authentic because that is how I felt and that is what happened. But people pick it apart to the point where like, pe that one was super, people were furious being like, hey, can you explain what happened bag. in the video? Sorry, sorry, sorry. Podcast. Um, <laughs> Uh, I'm holding a bag and the bag has a circle and inside the circle it says stop being racist. My mum got it overseas from a like, black designer. You know, it's not just some virtue signaling thing. You know, the money was going toward a good cause. We believe uh, you. <laughs> <laughs> Let the record show. And so I see it. I think it's a bit on the nose. Like for me to be walking around with it, I'm like, oh, mom, I'm, I'm going to be, I was living in like Paddington at the time. I was like, man, I'm, this is so yeah. wanky for me to be like, I am not a racist. <laughs> like it was a bit much, but I was like, cool. That's a cool bag. I'm glad you supported that mom. Anyway, I, I see it and then I put it on and then I think it's so funny that my arm covers up the stop being, it just says racist. <laughs> like, no, that's what I want yeah, people yeah. to know about me. And I thought it was so funny. And so I just posted that and people were like, you bought this bag and thought you did something, didn't you? Stupid, oh. stupid bitch. And I was like, <laughs> I'm on the same side of this as you. No you can't win, you can't win. The second you like start reading the comments, it's game over. Yeah. Well, on videos like that, where you've got so many, like. Well, I think when, once something like, gets over a million views, you have to yeah. accept that like, People are going to hate it. I mean, this Just guy has no talks. idea. He, you should see his comments. He, <laughs> this guy sucks. He gets, I've never seen a negative comment ever. I get ripped apart because I share, we share opinions. That's yep. the issue. Yep. He just posts him singing and so everyone's like, this is so amazing. Whereas <laughs> when, you share, when you share opinions, like you can't win. Absolutely. You, it could be the most like ethical, beautiful <laughs> opinion ever. And there's some like bastard who's like, nah. And it's just like, it, it spirals. And again, that can lean in your favor because you get engagement and it, it trickles over. But then also it's very hard to look away from the negative comments. Like when you're going through it, yeah. I find you just like, it's like addicting to just like, you know, I mean, we, we've all been like in a sad funk or whatever. Yeah. And you just like listen to Billie Eilish and make mm -hmm. yourself feel sadder. Mm -hmm. It's like the comments, you just keep reading and reading and reading. And like, it's 
I've kind of shifted my attention to it because I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I want to reply back, but I have to shift gears from being like, actually, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, no, like, there's no point. I'm just going to shift gears and like, if I want to reply to that comment, I'm just going to be like, okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't argue with <laughs> you them. You can't. You can't argue. It's, humor it's like it. stitches are horrible because it's just, there's no like communication. Yeah. It's just, it's always one way. It's the same in the comments. Like, yeah, absolutely. That's like such a good way to put it. One way? Yeah, especially and like stitching things as well because it's like, you 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 see like one second of yeah. this. Yeah, stitches like, are my stitching is the lowest form of content creation. Stitches is I take Honestly. they take I take a sixty minute podcast. <laughs> it's the lowest form. Take a 60, totally no, I take a sixty minute podcast into a one minute clip. Then they take that one minute clip into a one second clip. Yeah, and people are like, "Fuck you!" And, and then like, they and they they're using the attention that you were able to create from your original video in the beginning, a few seconds, and then they're like coming in with their opinion oh, as if genius. anyone gives a shit about them. It's genius. It, you know, but it's, it's, it's like bottom feeder. It is, it is, but it, it's beautiful as well. <laughs> like I've never really done it. I should do it more. It's such easy, easy content. How do you uh, feel about stitching? <laughs> or do you, do you, I guess it's different because you shows the video. Yeah, stitching, man, it's, I lo- like whenever my videos are stitched, it is some of the funniest things I've ever seen because it's like, who's gonna, who's gonna, come on. Yeah. Come on. Yeah. And then it's always like, some angry man on the back of a tractor. <laughs> I'm like, okay, buddy. I love when you get a stitch and the video gets like one like. <laughs> I love it. And I'm just like, and it'll be me. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's me. I, I'm like, true girl. <laughs> me stitch too. Um, oh, I mean, I, we've got some more videos, but that, that was kind of the meat of it. Yeah. Um, that was like, again, like it's like an eight month journey to get your first viral video. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's 2022. Yeah. You're taking breaks. You're taking yeah. time off. How's it been trying to, sustain it and what's what is what difference have you have you seen in your life because of the content you put out and because of followers like do you see people coming to your shows because they see you online do you make more money do you make more sales at your shows i don't know if the margin of like how many more people are rocking up in person is that huge i'd say the opportunities i might get are better i'd say like so stand-up has a culture of like you know, earning your stripes. You have to do 500 open mics a week mm. to two, two angry people who are going to glass you. Like, that's the vibe. And mm. then, like, you can only do that and then you can have an opinion about anything. And it was just, you know, you can get stuck in this rut of, like, oh, people are only going to respect me when I've been doing it for 10 years and I'm still not anyone. Yeah. It's like this, they sort of, they've, they've got a real hard-on for, like, not being successful. Mm. <laughs> like, tall, is, tall poppy syndrome. Yeah, tall poppy yeah, syndrome yeah. and like de- dying, falling over poppy syndrome as well. Just being like, oh, like, yeah, it's very it's very bitter in some ways at worst. At, at the best side of it, it's awesome and I love it. Um, but it was kind of this thing of like, you know, yeah, because like me and Molly and people like Will Gibb, like we were sort of the youngest when we started and a few years on, in you know in the circles that we're in we're kind of still the youngest some of them mm. like it's not a yeah it's not like we have a new intake you know we're not doing o week all the time of like new upcoming comics into sort of like the i guess like semi professional sphere of it all and i think that really it kind of elevated us up when the tables were turned and all of a sudden uh it went from like you 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 know how many gigs a week are you doing it went to like okay Use a phone, old people. Mm. What, like, we, you know, y- younger people, like, who understood a, a, a different medium now had respect, which was so cool. Because then maybe it didn't get us, uh, you know, discovered by people, 
but maybe someone who's sort of seen you in per- like room bookers who have seen you in their peripheral vision for a while but not paid you much attention and now go, uh, have heard that you're gaining all this like online viral success and they're like, I'll give you a spot, I guess. And then they can sit like, and then they can just like you f- for your stand-up, which they understand. I'm talking about like 40 year olds, like they're old people who come. Yeah. Well. <laughs> but it's true. Like it opens a door. Yeah. yeah. TikTok's never going to get you to where you want to be, but it makes people, it gives, it, like it makes them pick up the phone. I mean, yeah. it's like that like, story. I, I, I talk about it a lot. Um, Sophie Turner. Yeah. Redhead from Game of Thrones, mm-hmm. Sansa Stark. She got off of the role of Jean Grey in X-Men, who's like the most powerful X-Men, all that stuff. And she was like, I remember in the casting, I saw girls who were way better than me. Like they were actually so much better than me, but I got 3 million followers on Instagram and I'm dating Joe Jonas and I have a huge brand and I'm going to get way more people coming to the cinema because I'm in the movies. And they knew that. It's unfair, but it's supply and demand. It's like, I mean, Harry Styles' new movie, you said he was pretty average in it, but it's probably going to sell because it's Harry Styles, right? Yeah, I mean- You've, you know, millions of dollars on budgets. Like yeah, they, it's a business. They, they like does he get paid because he's a superior actor? No, he gets paid because he's got a massive brand name that's going to attract people. And the same was like TikTok. If you've got followers, they're more likely to book you than somebody who doesn't have followers. Which Absolutely. is, again, kind of unfair, but it's just how the world works. It's unfair unless, you know, you, know, you have... It's, it's like there's a, you know, the, there's a few of us where you go like, luckily I am actually real world talented. Yeah. Mm, yeah, there is yeah, a lot of people yeah. that you go like, you know, they'll get hired for some live performance and you go, <laughs> watch, watch this unfold. Um, I, think, I think most people on TikTok probably. Yeah, because it's like. And it's not their fault. It's just they know. It's literally not their fault. It's like they've, you know, been birthed into this like dreamland where it's all going to work out for them. And, and it's like, it, it might not, but it's, it's cool to be like, yeah, I might get this initial uh, you know, opportunity because of the attention I'm getting online, but the hard work that I'm putting in long term is going to keep me. I think that going from there. Sure, and the the resentment comes from the people who are already in the industry who don't want to do the work on TikTok. Like yeah. it's the same in the music industry. It's probably the same in business as well. Who yeah. are like, I've already done my like grafting. I've done my open mics and all the rest of it. I don't want to have to go back to square one. Whereas you're like, well, I'm at square one, so like I got nothing to lose. For sure. And those people will resent you until they realize that they have to then get on TikTok. And then it's too late. Yeah. I mean, yeah, people are still only just starting to get on TikTok. And you're like, man, what are you doing? Like, I I was preaching this ages ago. Yeah. I mean, it's like, you you know, Gary Vee was preaching it so early. And I think like I got on TikTok again for six months. I was just like scrolling, checking it out. And then it something clicked. I was like, oh, I could actually use this to build my brand. It took me so long to get onto it. Sure. But I was still earlier than than most people and it's like just gotta you know I, I like how you said it was a lot of people maybe like comedians i've been in this for 10 years i don't need to go on tiktok yeah no you don't and but because we're like early stages or something it's like well i've got nothing to lose i'll go on this app and i'll start putting content comedy is comedy right literally it's like you just got to adapt it to the medium which is a really valuable skill set anyway because you're gonna have to be adapting for the rest of your life absolutely and i think like just learning yeah the skill of adapting exactly is like such a useful skill to have it's the same muscle that you're gonna work whether you're you know someone who gives like speeches say you're like you're you're a tiktok creator that is like you know sort of doing like the motivational side of tiktok it's like if you weren't on tiktok you're still going to have to adapt to different rooms of people different age groups different you know demographics it's the same muscle you're using is to like adapt to the demographic and the yeah the environment that you're performing too. And it's like, it's just really not that different. People act like it's not real. It's like, mm. why? So 
in a in a in a way to sort of wrap this up, what what are your aspirations and does content do you see it as like a long term part of your life? Yeah. Are you trying to get to you know the the point the tipping point that we're all hoping for where like we yeah, yeah. we don't have to make content every day anymore because we've kind of got momentum we're doing the tours and all the rest of it like what are you working towards? Yeah, I think um overall like career wise and that it involves live performance and tiktok i'd like to yeah for it to be my career i don't have to yeah i'm pretty yeah like fine i don't have to think about finances i'm not very money oriented so i don't really i'm not like i want to be really rich Mm. i'm just like i don't want to think about it i never want to check my bank you want to earn enough money is freedom well, you're yeah. just like, you can take that off your I shoulders. I can just do things and I don't want to think about it. Yeah. It's not my business what's in that account. <laughs> that's what I want it to be. And I think that's like one side of it where I was like, I just want to do, I want to have fun. I want to make jokes and I want to be able to do shows whenever I want and for there to be people there. Mm. So through that, it's like, you know, you got to build it up and do all that carrying on like a pork chop. And I think the most fun it is for me is – the I really do like the follower base of it and people kind of sometimes are still a bit yeah like tall puppy about it and being like it's not real they're not like real people that really care about you it's like mm, no but in the, a certain way you know I'm scrolling and someone has made an observation about me yeah, like they totally. know me and I'm like oh you guys know me what's validating enough that you you're good enough that they you've gained you know hundreds of thousands of followers. Yeah. Like even though the followers ultimately don't mean anything, it means that you're putting out good content, at least in my opinion. And you're mm-hmm. putting out content that's valuable to some people. And it's like, you know, people are like, oh, but they don't really know and care about you. And then you go like, I don't know. I follow a bunch of creators that, no, I don't know as a person, but like I genuinely wish them the best. And it's mm. it's cool when they accomplish things. And I do kind of know them. It's like, you know, when you uh, like mutually follow a creator for ages and then you meet them in real person real person and um and, real and you go like oh <laughs> we know each other yeah. what are we doing here oh no what are we talking about this um we just had mutual what's friendship. the word yeah oh uh, parasocial parasocial relationship yeah. where yeah. like it, i think emma chamberlain's the best example oh yeah we because everyone everyone yeah everyone feels like they know her but it's like because she plays like the everyday girl sort of thing yeah and so people have this like really strong connection to her which is kind of a very dystopian thing absolutely like a Black Mirror episode sort of thing. Yeah. It is a Black Mirror episode, but it also just like makes sense. Like it just feels like you're on FaceTime to someone. It is very important, I guess, to um, for people to just remember that like obviously people are choosing when they hit record. Yeah, totally. And it's a very cultivated thing. I think people are like, oh, I like you because you're so like authentic. And it's like, yes, everything that's coming out of me is real. There's nothing coming out of me that's fake, but there's parts that... That I'm keeping off camera. Mm, of course. Privately. Obviously. Yeah, yeah. They redact all the things they don't Yeah, yeah, redacted. Redacted? Redacted. Redacted. Pterodactyl? Pterodactyl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, well, um, let's wrap up the- On that bombshell. Mates to Create <laughs> episode. Where can people find you um, both online and in real life? At Eden McGovern. Kind of everywhere. In real life? Where can they find me in real <laughs> yes, life? Yes, your address. My yeah. house. 22. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, they can find me. I don't know. If you follow me on social media, sometimes I'm pretty- uh, slack with it but usually <laughs> probably on the day I'll be like oh by the way I'm performing here so if you <laughs> live in Sydney but if I'm coming to a different city I'll let you know I promise beautiful okay yeah Alrighty, let's good. get on to the Byron and Pace show the thank you so much side of things. <laughs> thank you for being serious I'm now very- let's have some fun yeah you can breathe now <laughs> <laughs> all right cheers Stop it.